episode 551, August 2nd, 2021. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. It's a great show. Listening to The Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to The Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you The Robin Joe Show. I've worked with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hard day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. It's another episode of the Rob and Joe show. Gramps is not in chat. He's already in bed. Yeah, he uh, he. When I came in, he said, uh, "Hey, are you going to clean this puzzle up?" And I had built the <laughs> I had built the border. There You're was making one, a mess of the puzzle you got. There was one piece missing, so we had a re- murder mystery rehearsal. So I built the entire top of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. It now says Jaws and the girl that's swimming. You can see her tip. <laughs> what happens first? That he. Completes that puzzle, or they make another Jaws movie. That, he's now, he'll never <laughs> complete that puzzle. Now I might complete it, right? Because I will. Because I said to him, I go, "Hey, will you put these last eight pieces in?" And then, as I said, that I just I mm-hmm. built, it just built the last eight. But I mean, I feel like it would. Be, I know I don't want to harp on the puzzle, but I feel like it. It would be fun to build the shark. That's the fun part. I mean, well, I guess the easiest part is because it spells out Jaws. That's right. Pr- I built the easiest right. part: the border and the white top where it says Jaws and the naked girl. But there is a naked yeah. girl in there that he can look Does at. Does he know that? She's built. <laughs> okay. In both ways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are we looking in chat tonight, Joseph? Man, it's mobbed. We Good. got uh, yeah. Oh, we got Pogo the clown. That must be Jeremy. We got great one again. I thought that was Jeremy. Maybe he's one of maybe Pogo the Clown isn't Jeremy. Do you guys great know one, the Great Run reference? No, Great One is one of the names that it assigns you. It puts two words together. Oh, because that's also like a, a reference. An adjective and a, and, and a noun together. If you just let the chat pick your name. Well, that's funny because that's an actual reference to somebody involved with Nine Eight Rock that I don't think I've ever mentioned. But maybe that's a bonus show thing. Yeah, it's got to be a bonus show thing because it involves something that you can't know. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. Uh, Max says in chat, I don't want to harp on the puzzle in quotes, and then he says brings it up every, <laughs> for, brings it up every week for two months. That's correct because, yes. uh, but when I get here is when I see it. Of course, so it's the first thing you, that's on your mind. Did Max get his Facebook message that I sent him? I sent him some pictures that he might like. The pictures from the show? No, the pictures. The pictures from the wedding? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, of Mike Chamberlain, yes. Yes. Maybe we'll, we'll put some of those on our Patreon. Yeah, I, again, I, I got to be careful because Mac's going to shit on us in chat. Hey, Ariella. Um, <laughs> Ariella's, but, uh, though. Hi, Ariella. Yeah, but uh, we did uh, two. We did three shows. 
We performed for about 400 and something people. Great weekend of murder mysteries. Yeah, and uh, no, more near to five, close to 500. And I think we saw four masks. So this Delta variant, I guess people are, they're more like forget this than they are worried about the Delta variant. Or maybe they just are vaccinated and they see that the odds of getting sick, it's right. worse than, it's really, really low. And they believe it. They don't think it's a conspiracy to get them to die. Well, let me say real quick before we get started about our episode two weeks ago. I know there was some debate about jeremy being on the show again mm -hmm. and how that was received and we thought that the chat because that's a different animal the people that are in chat they have another relationship with jeremy because he's in there with them he's one right, of them right and so i didn't know if we were gonna get uh, accurate information from them that we would from the consensus mm -hmm. but i did get a uh, a text from my friend tony who listens he said, I couldn't finish listening to the podcast with Jeremy. <laughs> it was bad. Just not my brand, I guess. <laughs> you mean a clown that talks about raping people is not your brand? All right. What if it was your brand? <laughs> yeah, you don't, I don't think much, you want much that worse, to be your right? brand. Anyway, well, welcome to the show. Robbie, we, had a, we just did a rehearsal for our Thursday murder mystery, a read-through on Zoom, and it went from about six... Uh, 40 to 7 and you couldn't make it yeah I'd like run in the door after 6 o'clock and then I eat and then I get on here to do this show well you didn't miss much but it, you, you seemed adamant that it was no way you could make it and I bet you really could have of course you could have made it yes. Yeah, yes. yes I could have but I would have been very irritated God <laughs> well, I, have to, I have to when I get home I want to eat I understand that but God your life it's uh, <laughs> I, you know. we'll, we'll talk a little bit about my life on the bonus show next week. All right. Okay. That's a good tease. All right. All right. Well, you didn't come to our murder mystery last night in Annapolis. We had uh, Joe's son, Joey, filled in, did an amazing job. Yeah, he hit all the buttons correctly. All the And he got there. What time did he get there? Well, I don't. I've got to be careful because I like what Robbie does. Okay. I like Robbie's conscientiousness, and I don't want him to think that we're shitting on him because I like that he gets there th five hours early. I like that he's the first one there. I like that he makes sure everything's in order. Yes. If something's missing, he's like, where's this splitter? Mm -hmm. he, I like that. But me and Joey got there at uh, 6 o'clock, and by 6.05, everything was done. Yeah. The microphones were, were working, the lighting was all set, and the computer was plugged in, and then we just went and we ate, ate in the green room up until showtime. And the, show, the doors open at 6.30, show at 7.30. What time would you have gotten there, Robbie? What time the doors open? 6.30. I would have got there at least probably by 5, 5.30. Yeah. So what do you do at 5.05 once everything's set up? What do you? I relax. Okay. All right. then I can relax right. when I know everything is going Well, going I'm, I'm glad. And also, no, it's good. I also, you're probably like me. I like being there. Like, I like being there. I'm not somebody who gets there late because I like being there. I like, I'm like Robbie, too. I like having all the roles given out. Right. I like doing all that stuff. Um. As a matter of fact, in between shows at Brightbox, we ate at we, a restaurant. We went next door, yeah. And that was a little stressful for me, to be honest with that you. That was a little stressful. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I didn't love that. And I knew Robbie was like, "Hey, do you want to come over?" And Robbie's like, "No." So, which I get, right? I because, get that too. Because yeah. he's like, "I'm not going to be stressed." Meanwhile, really, what Robbie has to do is all done. He, he really, there's nothing for you to do at that point, right, Robbie? No, especially yeah. when I got Tyler to help me. But I did pop over there for a minute or two. Can you play the Kenny Rogers song that you played that that I've never heard of? <sighs> Just you have a little time to figure it out. But, you know, it's sort of a running thing that we have a playlist. And, you know, this is uh, the final rose. It's a reality show. Bachelor, Bachelorette, Love. So.
The, the songs are all up tempo, generally love songs. No, well, they're not all. What are you talking about? They're all. Well, in theory, <laughs> they should be. No, right? they're not up tempo. Okay, but and, but here's the thing. I get it. For the most part, it's up tempo. But you definitely want to play some iconic love songs that aren't up tempo. But you have to put enough up tempo songs in there to make it. You know what I mean? To make it. To I don't make know, people alive. Lively, yeah. And then this was on. Just get let it marinate. Marinate, marinate. No, we. What happened, Robbie? All right, here we go. Did you know this song? I did know it. Okay. Just let it play for a little while. To the chorus, at least. Yeah. I knew you would know it. I guess it's mid-tempo. It's barely mid-tempo. Okay. Let's see if anyone in our chat knows the song. Nope. Somebody just said the Jag suck. Right about now is when I said, hey, Rob, listen to this song. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad song. I try to troll Robbie yeah. a little bit. Rob, I mean. But I it's, what, 40 years old? 50? It's not 50 years old. No, it came out in the 80s for sure. Okay. Right, Robbie? 80s. Yeah. All right. So it's probably. So it's 35 years old. Yeah, he didn't get to the chorus, but, I mean, here's the deal. Robbie's right. People do know that song. There are a lot more iconic songs that can be played, but also <laughs> songs that, you know, get you going, like, there's a Casey and the Sunshine Band song yeah, that, heard of them. and it was it's up tempo. It's also got some nostalgia. You can stop playing. Yeah, you can stop. We're never gonna get to the chorus. <laughs> I guess he's not. Watch the chorus. All right, here we go. Yeah, people turned around when they walked in. <laughs> and heard this. That's it. All right. That's nah, not a bad song. No, it was, it's not a bad song. It was number one on both the Canadian and U.S. <laughs> Stop. Country, country Well, okay. actually, Kim, well, in Robbie's defense, I saw a lot of Canadians in the room. Yes, Canadian that. country <laughs> fans. And it was number 13 on the top 100. Okay, in 1983. So, uh, real quick, I'm... I, I'm 82. Gonna, we're going to get back. <laughs> so I just have breaking information I need oh, to. Boy. My sister, Robin, just sent me a, a, sc- a screenshot from Facebook. The question was, what celebrity death hit you the hardest? My father responded. Okay, stop. Can we guess? I don't think there's a way, any way in hell you can guess. But okay, ahead. all right. Well, well, you might guess who he meant to say. Okay. <laughs> Give us some hints. Well, I think this is my dad. This person is dead, first of all. Well, Robbie's going to know. He is dead. Okay. Robbie's going to know he's his favorite singer. Don't don't say yet. I'm, I don't I think won't. you know who this is. So it's, okay. it's I don't think you're going to guess it. We've Ro- talked about this before on the show. Yeah, but, he's, but Rob, Rob Rob's not going to remember the no, name. he won't remember. He has songs about his famous as the song you just heard. Obviously. When did he die? Probably like three years ago, Robbie. Okay. Robbie, Correct. am I right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two or three years ago. Yeah. Anyway, he, he wanted to write Don Williams. That's yes. what he wanted to write. But instead he wrote it Don and accidentally tagged my sister, whose last name has Williams in it. <laughs> so it literally said, what celebrity death hit you the hardest? And his daughter's name is in here. Look. And she's tagged. <laughs> when did he When did he write that? I don't know how to look. It should say right next to it how long ago. Well, this is a screenshot, so I don't. Oh, know. I got you. So let me, let me, I can certainly ask her. <laughs> but yes, so... <laughs> I'm just going to put LOL, and then I'll put when did he post that. Because she obviously saw she, it was, she was tagged in it, right? But she should respond. I'm still So Don alive. Williams is the answer that he was trying to say, and he ends up tagging his stepdaughter. That's correct. Okay. Who's so, very um, much alive. So and I not just, a celebrity. I just have to say, Mac, 
did receive the pictures and he enjoyed them, but he says, I'm not as big a fan of Michael Chamberlain as I used to be. Do you know why? Joe, don't read. Yeah, I saw. Sorry. Oh, I saw already, already okay. read it. Do you know why? Because uh, he wouldn't come on the show? Or? Remember, he picked Restivo as his favorite in the oh, Zoom meeting. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Remember what he said? He goes, right. look at this kid. Imagine wearing a mask outdoubts but wanting to hang out with Restivo. I mean one is much more dangerous. Diametrically opposed. <laughs> one is really dangerous. <laughs> the one he's willing to do. The Rest- the Restivo variant. That thing's out there. All right, you back to the back that. to the show. Back to the yes. show. I didn't know where we were. I was going to give You were talking about Kenny Rogers and we went off on a tangent. I want to know the celebrity death that you well, Glenn Fry for Robbie. Yeah. Prince for me. Those are obvious answers. Celebrity Tom Petty. Death. I mean, that. Uh, Lynn Bias. Yeah, probably. I mean, that might have affected me the most. Yeah. Not because. Because of how old I was. Uh-huh. I was getting ready to go to Maryland. Yeah. He was this bigger than life guy that had just getting ready to start his career. I mean, it's the saddest of all these we've mentioned. I mean, that might that might. That Don Williams family don't don't agree with that statement. <laughs> um, well, Don yeah. Williams lived a nice, long, successful right. life. That Len, was the Len joke. Bias died way too young. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody. By the way, I don't. Paul think, Walker. I don't think any. I don't think any celebrity deaths have really affected me. I'm trying to think if there's one out well, there that will. On. Well, by effect, I don't mean you're taking off work. No, no, but, but I'll be like, oh man, that sucks, man. That guy was. He was one of the best ever to do. Like I Mickey guess, Coachella. He's alive. I know, but I'm just saying with that. No, no, no. Yes, you're right. When my friends die, yes. Yeah, but he's also a celebrity. But we've had some pretty impactful celebrity deaths. I mean, Kobe Bryant, Princess Diana, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. Didn't affect me. Okay, but most people were affected by one of those. Yeah. So Max says in chat, nine minutes in and Joe's already attacked Grams twice. I didn't attack him. I was just reading. I was just a reading. Forget we it. have to be able to share a funny Graham story. What do you think the funny Graham stories are going to be? Him just doing something awesome or making a mistake? Yes. What do you think he did? Just split the atom. Um, so that was posted today. All right. The celebrity death that hit him the hardest was my sister, who's very much alive. So obviously, if Lamar Jackson died tomorrow, that would be the answer. Oh, that would touch the yeah. Jackson yeah. died. I would lose my. <laughs> yes, that would definitely affect. Me you know what Katie sure. said last night? You'll like this, Robbie. There was a guy in the at Ramshead wearing a Lamar Jackson uh, jersey. And Katie goes, do you think Joe sucked his dick? <laughs> <laughs> Not just because he's wearing his jersey. I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, God bless her. So, um, no, they were great shows. Um, there was a moment that I didn't know this would set up. But did you know that Justin had? All right, there I didn't a, know. I didn't know that happened in Winchester. There was an old lady in the front row that he was hitting on. You know, she's in her seventies, and there was a guy next to her. We assume was her husband, who was in pretty good shape, tall, looked pretty good for like a seventy. He yeah. looked a lot better than Gramps. But sorry, I'm shitting on Gramps. He no, was, that's the third one. Right, man. right. <laughs> the guy looked like he's in his day. He was a he was a tough guy, and so. Justin's the woman's loving it. He's Justin's hitting on her. We'll go to Golden Corral, make love in the back. You know. And I didn't know this, but Justin, before he came out for the final act, had told that guy, when I walk over to your wife, lunge at me. And so he does. It. And this guy gets up and he takes a fake swing. I mean, he sold it. He was the yeah. best acting of the night. 
Were you? Did you not know what's going on? I didn't know. I just thought it was hilarious. I didn't think he was really fighting him. <laughs> right. I thought he was joking. But it, well, he sold it really well. Yeah, and, and then the he crowd. Picked, was then he crazy. picked up that chair. Like yeah, he, was he picked hit up him. a chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was actually one of the best moments of the show. It was great. There were some great moments in, yeah. in both of those shows. God, it's so great to be back. We have not been back to Winchester in a year and a half. Hold on, guys. Hold on. We're having a problem with sound here. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm going to disconnect and reconnect. Hold on a second. Okay. Love the editing. Good. L- Rob does the editing now, so mm. it's no big deal. Okay, guys. Okay. There. You're much better. Good to go. I don't know if the audience could hear it, but keep going. I just let the chat know that we're going to be amazing when we return. No, uh, Ariella just said the sound cut out. I th- maybe that's because we just turned it off. Anyway, go ahead, Rob. I forgot what we were talking about. We're, we're talking about the old man attacking Justin. You said we were great to be back in Winchester. It had been a year and yes, a half. Yes, yeah, it had been a year and a half. And, and man, there was, there was a bunch of changes. Uh, first change is the green room was upstairs instead of downstairs. Well, I just think they had an issue downstairs, so it wasn't. Because there's that's not the green room. There's a new manager. Yeah. Nick, good yeah. looking guy. Yeah. Handsome fella. Other than that, everything was the same. It was the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, we hit the ground running. It was two essentially sold out shows. One, the first one sold out. The second one, 90%. Yeah, it was cool. That room, I love it. It's a little room. It only seats like 115. Yeah. But when you do two shows, that's just like doing one big ass show. Yeah. And yeah, we had two hundred and change people there. So yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was good. And then shout out to Annapolis. I know we pushed pretty hard to go to Ramshead. We had our best numbers we've had there, I think, probably ever. That wasn't. A, I think we had a Saturday night once. It was. We had a perfect. Halloween show there once that was pretty good. right, but that was like a night that was a Saturday night or something. Exactly. Yeah. Benchwarmer saying they still got nothing. Robbie, do you know the sound? Any any issues? What can we do to fix this? They, they have to refresh. Refresh. There you go. Please. Okay, right. and then Max says, who wants to bet the show still stops at 825 on the dot? That's a shot at you, <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> okay, we're back, we're back. All, All right. right. They're letting us know. So Ram said last night, shout out to Ryan Dassing and his wife, Beth. Remember, Gramps did a, a poem. Oh, yeah, yeah. For Beth and yes. uh, Ryan. Great to see them. She had a part in the show, did a great job. Wasn't the poem about her being too... Good for him. Am I, I right yes, about that? which I think we stand by. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's yeah. accurate. Shout out to Rob, big fan of the Rob and Joe show. His uh, girlfriend. He also he, he both he and Ryan did have done well for themselves. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both and, and he has a part in the show too. Yeah. Yeah, we had there were two guys that had the Joe Robinson effect where their partners were way, 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 yeah. way out of the league. Rob, you fall in that category yeah. too. I should have included you. No, I, I thought you were saying that I was really, really attractive. So <laughs> that's that's exactly what. Yeah. I, that's okay. exactly what I was saying. Where I thought you were going with that. Shout out to uh, the great Frank Push that made it out. Yeah. Let me and Chris. So, so Frank, so earlier that day, I went to Pottery Barn and Home Sense. Wow. Fun. Nice little Sunday for you. After breakfast. By the way, it wasn't just me and Katie. Uh, our friends went. Erica and Larry, we yep. all went. They we were there. Right. Yeah. So, so he goes, what do they do today? And um, her dad... Frank says to those guys, what did you do today? And they go, oh, we went to Pottery Barn and Home Sense. And he goes, Joe went? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and they go, yeah. And he goes, wimp. <laughs> Which, by the way, okay, I am a wimp, but right. not because of that. Yeah, I don't think the, what, what were you shopping for? Well, here's the other thing. We're shopping for furniture for our new house. And have Hello? you ever been in, in a Pottery Barn? It's expensive. So they're like, oh, would you like this end table? It's $3,000. Right, right, yeah. So Katie was kind enough to tell me today because we were going to get 
we're going to have two couches that face each other mm-hmm. and then two chairs that are like facing the television, which is over above the fireplace. And that's how it's going to be like a little square, right? Gotcha. She goes, she goes, oh, we're not going to get our couches at Pottery Barn. We'll probably get those two chairs there. Well, I only saw two cha- I only saw a chair, one chair she liked. It was $1,400. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I can't, two chairs? What would that's you a, say? A whole mortgage payment. For that setup, just what she wants. She wants two couches facing each other, two three-seater or two-seat couch, and then two chairs. It's a regular-sized couch, okay. couch, but it's not a sectional. Gotcha. And they're they're parallel then, to each other. And then there's a coffee table. And there's a like it's a big ottoman. A, it's an, an ottoman. a giant ottoman gotcha. in the middle. And yeah. then the two chairs that would be. So let's say you're looking at a television. Mm-hmm. The two chairs are facing the television. Yes. And the two couches are parallel facing to each other. Facing each other. Yeah. Well, you're asking, what do you think that's going to cost? What would you, in your mind, without knowing what Katie would want, if you were just uh. to say... So you got two couches, two chairs in the ottoman. Yeah, the I mean, couches are what uh, seven hundred to twelve hundred each. The chairs are yeah. three to five hundred. Right? Yeah, I'd be thinking for three grand you could get out of there with all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's three grand, thirty five hundred. You should right. spend. But yeah, this but, is going to be six, seven grand. So uh, Max says in chat, my wife once wanted me to get a couch from Pottery Barn. It was fifty six hundred dollars. We went with another option. Yes, yeah, right. I mean, look, I like to have nice things, but you know, we also, I like to go on vacation. I like to go out to eat. I like to buy nice clothes. I like to do those. And there's, things. there's a. I think that's a good question. What's the highest? Because you get to a certain point, and it can't get that nice to be worth it. Like to me, a car can never be worth hundred thousand dollars. No, of course not. Right? Yeah, you can't pay a hundred thousand dollars for a car. You can pay $40,000 for a car right. and have, like, the nicest car you could, you know. And you could say this is clearly better than a $20,000 car. But, like, a tie? Yeah, I can't not gonna, You're not going to buy a $2,000 tie. It's not going to be no, better than a ten. I, I mean, it'll I, be better, but it's like, so what's the most a couch could possibly be worth? Honestly, I don't want to spend more than, I don't know, $1,500 on a couch. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see any scenario where I get to spend less than that. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I don't even know if I can get away with fifteen hundred. And, and you, you can find the same couch on Overstock or Bob's Discount Furniture. Well, you're not going to find the same couch at Pottery Barns. You're going to find a Bob's Discount. Close but, enough. But you can write. You can find right. a really nice couch. Yeah, and we we do Wayfair and all that stuff. And How about this? That stuff is great. But by the way, one more thing. Mm-hmm. If we don't buy our furniture now, we're not going to have furniture. It's like yeah. a six-month wait to get furniture, and we have to sit on something once our house is built. Well, all right, I have an idea, but let's take a break first. Rob and Joshua, be right back. I went into the station for the first time in a while last yeah, week. Yeah, did you see we have mailboxes? I now? did see that. Yeah. Like, who is sending us stuff? Nobody, obviously. Did you see it? It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and Erica went down there thinking they were cool, and we're talking to them, and I guess they had had enough of them, and they sent them away. She was talking about her new boyfriend, yeah. and they said, text him, text him. It was after 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Max's second choice would be Tommy on the show, but as Chris or Steve Ogle. But I think an hour of the impression seems a bit much. No, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only offer so much, but access to somebody like this is one of those things. And yeah, I you're didn't right. Even consider There's nothing it. you really bring to the table <laughs> right. other than this. This is it. Yeah. Max says, in two years it will be, do you want to have sex next week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Add your kicker. By the way, if you ever do a show in Rehoboth, you want to get laughs, make fun of Ocean City. Oh, is that right? They love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then this girl pops her head and goes, hey, are you Joe Robinson? <laughs> 
<laughs> I recognize your teeth. I should keep it a secret because that's a giveaway. I think it's okay to tell us. Since it probably could never get made, I'll probably, I probably you're right. He gets killed by dickless zombies. Ooh, that's good. Now, the shocker ending is when you see all the dicks on the uh, the hot dog roller. I just wrote a better ending. <laughs> <laughs> I probably eat at McDonald's once every six weeks to two months. Okay. Yeah. You ever had a filet of fish? <laughs> I have had a filet of fish. <laughs> That's a callback. Thank you. But there's nothing to talk about with Chris. Well, what would he come out for? What would he be plugging? You guys want to call him? No, I do not. <laughs> in terms of everything you've done creatively in your life, where does being the co-host of the Chris Stevo show rank? Uh, is that on your resume? <laughs> <laughs> no. That I remember it. my wife her and be like, why are you going over there? He's such a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> she drinks 12 Michelob Ultras. Is that the 95 calorie one? Yes. You're kind of defeating the low calorie purpose when you have 12. You're right, because you, 100 times 12 is 1,200. That's like eating a blooming onion. Yeah, right, <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> that wouldn't bother me if Gramps, every time he showered, he had his phone with him, and, he, you know, he pulled up Pornhub. we got to buy him one of those waterproof things that stick on the side of the shower. <laughs> that seems cheaper than hiring Jeremy to drive him to South Carolina. And show him how to get onto Pornhub. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you can't do, Jeremy, other than keep a job? <laughs> so what do you... <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking Robbie if he's watching physical because it's on um, Apple TV. Oh, you're definitely yeah. not watching. And Robbie does not. So what do you do, Robbie? Are you conflicted? No. <laughs> you won't support any Apple no. product? <laughs> no. So Apple TV is can't. I'm sorry, Rory. Can't work for you. <laughs> It was too long, right? Why don't you just play that music behind an entire episode? <laughs> <laughs> so that was about two and a half minutes, Robbie. Two fifty-six. Okay, three minutes. <laughs> Way to go! It's the shortest one you've had. So we've talked In about a long time. Yes, we've talked about how people between Nine Eight Rock and Rob and Joe show are super invested in you and Katie's relationship. They're talking about your anniversary. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you've mentioned moving in with Gramps, you're moving out, buying the new home. So your lives are an open book. Why don't you take advantage of that and and have a housewarming party where you register people you register somewhere. You can you can get some of these knickknacks. That, so uh, let me say this. So I don't want to try to make myself look like I should look like shit. Like, for mm-hmm. example, there's somebody I'm not going to mention this person's name that sends me a gift uh, actually sends gramps gifts too uh-huh. and i love it and i and every time i get a gift from this person mm-hmm. um i i couldn't be more excited mm-hmm. but there is some guilt that i have because you know i mean i i feel like a beggar of sorts yeah, please the person i'm talking about who happens to be in <laughs> chat right now do not stop i love that but you know what i mean and we also registered for a wedding and and a lot of people got us gifts, right. you know what I mean? So in chat, a lot of people in chat got us gifts. And and I that was appreciated. So I, I don't I think I'm done. Okay. Other I'm not done with the person that sends me and Gramps are, you know, every so every few month gifts. Those I love. What if we did I a never re- want that to end. A registry for, for horrible gifts for your house. Oh, they can do that. Yeah. Shit. If they want to just fuck around, then yeah. You think Katie will like that? No, but I'll <laughs> like it. You know, that'll be fun. Is, can you register on fiveplatedclothing.com? Is that a possibility? I mean, I don't think do he... They, does he do wall art? He <laughs> owes me a... Somebody put a five-plated clothing... In, the real owner of the five-plated of five clothing is their team name, right. Robbie. And um, 
I it didn't win, but yeah. I I appreciated it. Did uh <laughs> did Frank get it right last night? So God, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. So you know Frank's seen this. Yes. Hello. He's seen this show. I saw okay? it two months ago at McGoobies. And he was on stage. So I know he stayed till the end. Yeah. So I go I go there and I go, you guys don't have the right answer. <laughs> they go, what? I, I go, yeah. I go, well, he saw it. He goes, yeah, that's the killer. I go, no, it's not. That's not the killer. He and goes, it, yeah, it I is. I, I go, and it's just like, it's funny because a lot of times I'll go, I go, oh, that's not the killer. And they go, uh, are you telling the truth? Like somehow I would <laughs> make people annoyed at me so they wouldn't come back and see our show. Right. And every time I go, no, I, 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 I want you to, I'm not going to fuck with you. Right. And this reveal is different because we say somebody is a killer who isn't. And we actually go, you're the killer. Mm-hmm. And then they go, wait a minute. And then we go to another person who is eventually. Right. There's a little twist. There's a little bit of a twist. So I, I know for a fact that the people are out in the audience that I kind of steer towards uh-huh. the actual killer are pissed at me when they hear the, the different name. You know why? You know why? What I do because of that? Huh. I say just wait till the very end. There could be another twist. So just before you pass judgment, just wait till the very end. Yeah, I don't know to say that. But anyway, yeah. the point is, is that Frank, who saw the show, mm-hmm. then he was arguing with me because <laughs> our friends Gary and his wife Michelle were there. Gary's uh, son and his uh, oh girlfriend. My God. I don't know if Gary's wife is gonna want me to reveal something she said, but it was so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the team name that won? I've No, I forgot already. It was something and the smelly vaginas. Okay. That was the name of the team. Yes. Okay. Now, that team were was three 60-year-old women. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I thought that was hilarious. Just that they were willing to write that. Right. You know what I mean? And right, they were right in front of our friend, Gary, uh-huh. and his wife. And I said to that table, I go... I go, that's the team that won, the smelly vaginas. And she goes, I can smell them from here. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, God, that's really funny. We also had a a table of uh, a black woman, and they're like 90s, maybe. I swear, they were close (laughs) to 90, for sure. Robbie, I'm not kidding. And there's three of them. And, you know, there was another table that was near me Mm -hmm. in the booth, and it was an older couple, the guy, hey, one of the guys was in the show. Remember the guy that came up and delivered the line, Greg? Yes. Him and his Did wife. Did they like the Dangerfield sort of accent? Right. Joke? Yeah. Right. It was him. It appeared to be his daughter and maybe her daughter or something uh-huh. like that. That's who was there. And I could tell maybe it was a little over the line for them. <laughs> right. Yeah. It might have been a little bit over the line for them. But I was looking at the 90-year-olds the whole time because I was wondering, are they going to walk out? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, are they going to, are they upset? They seem to enjoy themselves. I, every time I looked over, they were laughing. They were having a good time. So they're I, happy to be alive. They're out. They're living their life. So I do want to. I do want to talk to you about this. <laughs> and I swear I'm not going to be argumentative, but I definitely want to suss this out. Okay. Okay. So uh, at the show on, at Brightbox, mm-hmm. the second show, Eric came out wearing only a pair of, I guess, underwear that he had wedged up his butt crack into a thong. Okay? Yes. And basically naked. And and I'm not sure you I'm sure you wouldn't argue with this. That's a explosively hilarious moment. People go really crazy when they see that. But I didn't realize this. He showed up at at 
at the Annapolis show wearing a wrestling singlet, which is funny, but not as funny. And I started saying, Eric, what's the deal, dude? If you're willing to do that, why wouldn't you do it here? And Rob cut me off and said that I was a little aggressive with my cutoff. That's okay, but we'll talk mm -hmm. about that. So Rob goes, no, no, I was the one that said that. So Rob told Eric that he didn't want him coming out wearing that. And the reason that you had meant, said that you didn't want him to do that is because you thought there might be some accountability on our end. We might somehow get in trouble for that. And I, I, I can't tell you how much I think you're wrong about that. First of all, you know, we, if you watch a PG 13 movie, there's thongs in it. You can watch love Island. You could literally see women's mm -hmm. asses on television, right? We say clit sized green bean sized clit on stage. We, we do so many things that mm -hmm. are much, much worse and that moment is so huge, and I'm not sure what you think the consequences are. I feel like we lose so much more, but it felt really important to you, so I want to hear what you have to say. And also, here's the other thing. You do a lot more heavy lifting on the creative side of this now, so I, don't, I won't fight you on it. Mm -hmm. But this one, I, I, I don't think you're right about this. Well, first of all, I at Brightbox, I did not think it was a huge laugh. I thought it was funny and then a little like too far and it it seemed ex excessive. And we've when he gets naked previously, it's not the first time he did it with newly dead game. That was just it made right. no that's, sense. That's what we figured out that that was right. Something I got but to. since then, it is sort of had a built into the storyline. Santa Claus getting more progressive, right, right, taking right, his clothes right. off and um, Halloween. Same thing. So here it's just I comedically I feel like it's just it's just a fart joke. So it's not funny to me anymore because we've done it so many right. Times. Well, that you got to think about that right. too because there's a lot of people seeing that for the first time. Again, I'm not I'm not just here to to right. I mean, I'm I'm hearing you. I want to hear what you have to say, but I also want you to know I don't agree with how it was received. And maybe Robbie isn't the one to ask because I know he. I already know he's going to be on my side. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to him about this, so maybe he's not the guy to ask. But and maybe, maybe the cast members aren't the people to ask. Like, I don't know. But I don't feel that way. And what I always feel like is he does that. People love it. Like, oh, my God, we're seeing something. Everybody's got their camp phones out. Right. They're taking pictures. They were. I don't know if you know that. Taking pictures. I can't believe we're seeing it. Then he picks up something from the front. You get to see his ass or whatever. And by the way, there's really... You know, I mean, again, I don't need to. I know your um, your original concern was that somehow we would have some responsibility uh, if someone were to complain about that, if we were to get in trouble. And I just feel like the juice is worth the squeeze and there is no trouble we could get in. We're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. As a matter of fact, you can smoke indoors on stage as part of a performance. You follow what I'm saying? Right. So clearly you're allowed to have you're allowed to show your ass cheeks, which you are. But if you think it's not working, that's a different thing. And man, I just, I don't think you're right about that. I think it does work. I think it works like, like, like a, like a, like a stick of dynamite. Okay. Well, I don't think it's funny when it's just random. Part of it is because we're bailing out that scene because they can't, just learn one line each, which well, is right, pissing but, me well, off I, for another reason. I got you, but I don't want to. So, I, I want to make sure the audience knows that we fucking murdered this. this no, you're okay. right. Yeah, we murdered. But okay. like, I don't like the idea of, oh, this is we'll just do this instead of learning the line. 
Okay. And saving the scene. Okay, that sounds like a little, something so, a little bit different. And if that, if it's and but I do think it is there when he's got the thing and he's pulling it up in his ass and he's bending over. It, I, if somebody said, "Dude, that's disgusting. I didn't come here to see that." How am I going to argue with them? You're right. It is fucking disgusting. Yeah, but you understand that that. By the way, it's disgusting. It's it's inappropriate if, if fucking Katie did it. She's a hot chick. Like I get, if someone's offended by that, I can't argue. I, with okay, that. but that same venue has drag shows where probably every single person that's in there is wearing a thong, right? And so we have a, a, a rated R show, which mm-hmm. is represented that way. There's two arguments we're making. Whether or not we, we can, we can. Now the discussion is whether or not we should. And I, I'm not, that's a whole different animal. I, I strongly disagree at, it just being some, it, you're right that it's a crutch, but also people love it. I mean, you know, you, I like to give people what they want, right? The great fat doctor, right? How long mm-hmm. do you tell a joke till it stops working, right? And and I just think that that's something, let me say one more thing. One time, mm-hmm. I remember one time we did a show in Richmond, and we were doing the, uh, the last laugh, the original. Right. And it wasn't working anymore. Mm-hmm. And Eric was the waiter, and eventually we decided instead of, uh, him coming out as the waiter and, and saying, hey, we're out of chicken fingers, he would just come out naked, and all of a sudden, the show got saved. Do you remember that? Yeah, he came out in his tidy yeah. whities yes. So, whatever. I mean, I I, I, I wasn't really in a place there because I didn't want to argue with you there. But we needed, we needed that, that, that's, that was saving that part of the show. I got gotcha. you. Right. But I also think people really, really enjoyed That's the reason, after all the shows, everybody wants to get their picture taken with Eric. Now it's the songs, which mm. I get it. There might be a little more artistic merit in the in them singing versus what they did before, but it doesn't mean at the end of the '80s when he comes out in the leotard, people love that. Uh, but they and love I love thing. that too, right? But I understand because it's in context. I got it. And the other thing is, and I'm not totally sure the truth here, because I was complaining about that in front of Eric, but he, I had texted him the next day. Do you have something that makes more sense that you would be fighting in? I got some you. sort. And he goes, well, yeah, I d- I'll do what I did at McGooby's. You know, this is a different crowd, essentially, in Annapolis. I'll, bring, I'll wear the wrestling s- singlet. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it is called that. So that's what he did at McGooby's. But he made it sound like he was going to do that anyways. I see. But I don't know if he was going to do that anyways. Because I was thinking he's, in my mind, I'm thinking the Improv or, the, or Annapolis or Amp or something in Bethesda is a different audience than Blue Collar Bright Box or McGooby's, which is Yeah, no, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you there. So th- my idea is to tone it down for those places. Okay. McGooby's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. McGo- and again, I'm not, I don't know if I'm right. I don't. I don't know if I'm right, but I do feel, it might, it might be I'm just, artistically, I'm like tired of, I'm pissed that we can't get that scene right when it's, I've, I've looked over it and gone over it with people more than any other scene that we can't get right. And uh, it will which get, seems doesn't seem hard to get right. Yeah, and we'll get back to the funny, but that thing that he had on the blue, like if you think about what Hulk Hogan wore as I mean, yeah, that is what he wore. Now maybe I don't remember what shoes he had on. Maybe he wore wrestling boots. It would be funnier, but maybe he might be able to get out there in time. Right. But I really enjoy when the audience is shocked. Is it cheap? Fuck yes, mm-hmm. it's cheap. I mean, we do a lot of cheap shit. We just, hey, an audience member said that the sexpert's name was Buster Hyman. We stole that guy's yes. line and we used yes. it. So No, I agree. That's cheap. We'll get a yeah. cheap laugh. And that one, you know, we kind of, we cast this guy who's willing to do it. That's right. not as easy to find as you think, right? Somebody's as funny as Eric and is willing to take all their clothes off. Well, I hope he didn't get mad at me by no, just no, he, implying that I, well, Robbie, you, you were at Winchester, you, so you were there. What, what were your thoughts? Well, I, I don't 
disagree with you, Rob, that maybe it's it's you tone it down a little bit for a Bethesda crowd or an Apple's crowd. Maybe that's correct. But I've never seen that not work, even out of context. But not even not work. And I know, Rob, yes. it ex- they explode. Yeah, and it's yeah, kind and- of become part of our brand. So, you know, I think that if you come to one of our shows and you've been to it before, you're disappointed if he doesn't get undressed. Because, you know, when we did the last time we did uh, that show, the final rose before this weekend, he didn't do that. Do you remember? He didn't do that at all. Right. It was a McGoobies, right? Yes, yeah. he didn't do it. He didn't it. do yeah. it at all. He didn't do it, yeah. He should have done it. Well, then there's this is the the bigger picture. Is I'm I'm frustrated from a writing standpoint. First of all, oh, I, I get I get that, but that but just because one thing's not working means you eliminate something that is. Okay, but I also want this show to grow. And it can't grow. You mean the show or this? The murder mystery. The murder mystery in general. The murder mystery in general. Which it has. No, no. I want it to grow like there's like people in Florida doing our shows. And I can duplicate a f- well-written scene with funny people practicing it. I can't duplicate f- Eric. Okay, right. So but I, I, I don't... if we can nail a scene that works on his own, then whatever group that can do it or can go on the road with me and do it, yeah. can put their, whatever they can do, their spin, if they can do an accent or they can do something. But if it's just relying on this real super specific guy willing to just get naked, then this scene can only work right now as it's done. Okay. And if I can write a good, I know I can write a good scene, but yeah. I can't make sure that it works unless everyone is buying in and we practice it and we rehearse it and then we go out and we kill it. Right. And we've been doing this for seven, six years, six yeah. years, right? So you know what we got here. I, I hear what you're saying. Is this thing scalable? I write it in a way that then I I show up with this script. You give me six comics, and then we do the same thing because the script is so solid. I get that. I get that. Not it, Obviously, it, it can't be just fucking six open mic or no or no no yes. you have to have right. somebody that is can do what well and maybe nobody can do what justin can do but you got to have somebody who's funny off the cuff and can do can go into a crowd right. and find the funny and there's people that headline that are drawing that might want to add an afternoon show fair that enough will sell out because the lead is the headliner that everybody loves and, and doug benson no, i never talked to him but just for example right right and and you're right i hear what you're saying the thing that Eric can do is this. So the things that you want to take elsewhere and then they to put their own spin on it, that's the spin that they put on it. And again, it's just such a giant moment right. that I hate losing it so we can make sure that what is written exactly on the page works. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I don't know. I'm just trying to work it out through my head because we've probably done how many shows you shows you think we did? Hundred and fifty? I think we've yeah. done 200 shows. Maybe if it made more sense in the storyline. What if basically they're at the very end, it's supposed to be chaotic. I'll do a, a little behind the curtain because maybe no one notices, but me having written it, there's some pretty big clues that happened right before then. And I want it to be chaotic to distract people from, because I almost, we almost tell them Telegraph how it is. It, yeah. Right. So maybe if, it's almost like when the girl takes her earrings off. Oh, you want to fight? And then there's one, a belt comes off, shoes. And then eventually he gets down to that. Yeah. 
Um, Ariella in chat says, I was definitely disappointed one show when he didn't. Yeah, I mean, which yeah, show was, she was that? The, she was the Magooby show, the one I just talked about. Okay. Well, I mean, and you know, she loves she loves to see, you know, white men half naked. She noticed my penis to the right, so, you know, that's her thing, so. Jeremy says, uh, the challenge is finding a fat guy who will get naked on stage and not cry like Irene Cara in the movie Fame. There you go. Okay, that's it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to explain that reference to you. Oh, please don't. Oh my I'm going to explain this reference to you. Uh, uh, never mind, I won't. <laughs> just watch, just um, watch Fame, and you'll get it. No, well, but, you only have to watch the end of Fame. Mm -hmm. You'll get it. And, and I felt like when I, because I basically sort of snapped at you, and, that, and I don't care about that. No, but I I realized that that wasn't. It did, but I. But I it made know, me. It made it seem like I, I wasn't going to be it's, reasonable. It's funny that you say that because, you know, I I talk because we were talking about friends that I that I've gotten into fights with, mm -hmm. and like I said that because like my friend Erica, we've never been in a fight. We've mm. known each other for yeah. twelve years. That's not. We have to get into fights. Right. There's no way for this to work. We do too much together that is going to be important to one or the other creatively. Mm -hmm. Look, we're about to, what are we going to be in our fifth business together once we do this other thing? <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're literally married together to creatively. So there's going to be arguments, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's like, it'd be the equivalent of me and Katie never getting into an argument. No, we, you and I have to get into an argument. Yes. It doesn't take as much out of me as it does when I get into an argument with Robbie <laughs> or I get into an argument with Gramps. Well, we've never called each other names. Yeah. I've never, I've never left like it wasn't, recoverable robbie's right. probably quit the show <laughs> in his mind a thousand times right robbie i got nothing to say uh but i appreciate your ch chiming in then robbie because you sort of uh i don't know seemed like you 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 agree with joe who's probably well, right but I, you I see where i'm coming i i'm kind so. I, I am kind of leaning towards you only because yeah only because i never get tired of it Every time he does that's, it, and yes, it's, and point. sometimes I go, yeah. you know, this is ridiculous. It's out of context, but you know, in the end, I don't care because I'm I'm laughing. So yes, yeah, and I also like to watch the audience all pull their phones out yes. so they can see. They, okay. you're not going to believe what I just saw. And Ben Schwarmer just said in chat, um, I agree with Rob. He spent the time writing the script, and Eric just drops his pants to get a chief laugh. <laughs> that's not an accurate statement. It's not. He just drops his pants. Mm -hmm. But also, I asked, I asked Ventor, have you ever seen one of the shows? Right. I'm interested. Because if he hasn't, he's not the guy to talk to about this. If you've seen the show, you know what it means mm -hmm. when he comes out there. Now, anybody who's a Robin Joe show fan now, it's there's no, there's, there's no, oh, my God, look at what just happened. That's right. Because they're waiting for it. But it's almost like, oh, man. I really like, why do you watch a movie a second time? Why do you watch a movie no, a third time? No, people do, and I'm not saying he shouldn't. I, I just think it's when you're pulling the up to his ass crack and making it tighter and bending. <laughs> there, there's a line. It's like he can't, like we agree. If his ass pole were to actually show, or by the way, you got to think about where, where, what we're doing instead. Mm -hmm. He had a fucking, what do you have, an a, a eight-inch deal? What do you have in his pants? Yeah. He had a giant cock in his right. pants. So we're talking about green, green <laughs> beans. You're making it sound worse. We, I, cunt set on stage. Yeah. It's like, we really don't have a line, and we already know that people are going to fucking go crazy when that happens. And right. by the way, is, is it, if it's cheap, who cares? They just saw another, uh, uh, you know... 85 minutes of things that were brilliant and hilarious yeah. and things that I came mean, out it might it might stem from me just my frustration of the inability because to me the time it takes for him to get undressed it should be the time it would take for each of them to memorize their one line <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is important 
that, you know, it happens at the end of the show after all that other stuff happens. Well, Obviously, yeah. if Eric came out in the first act like that, it wouldn't work. No, 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 clearly. But it always yeah, does it, 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 it Although, wait a minute, that's not true, because in the 80s show, it, he does that and it does work. Well, no, he's but he's not doing that. He's just wearing a leotard from the show, and it just it's funny. He's it's an ode to the movie. Yeah. So I don't to me that's different. That's not even that's not sexual. Also, Irene Carroll. Right, but it's not a sexual <laughs> thing. He's the dance is suggestive. Yeah, it's a but talent it, show in that context. Right. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, so it's like it's no one would be offended by that. So somebody named. <laughs> Sorry. Oh boy. Somebody named Miggity Mac is a homo in chat. Oh, boy. He said, uh, <laughs> Joe sounds like Dr. Evil with that laugh. That doesn't sound like a compliment. We should take another break. All because, right. uh, hey, by the way, Mac, don't say we're going to go to 825, man. We've been rambling. All right. We're going to 8 to 827. <laughs> Robin Show Show. Be right back. Hi, this is radio personality and morning show host Justin Schlegel back to tell you about the newest interactive, hilarious whodunit from Die Laughing Productions, Hit Me 90s One More Time. In this show, I really get to stretch my acting chops. I play a radio personality. <laughs> this time, we're taking you back to the 1990s. You're at a radio station promotional event where listeners battle it out for the hottest concert tickets of the year, Ace of Bass. Everything goes smoothly and no one dies. Not, actually, some unlucky person will not just be losing their religion, but meeting their fate. And top market DJ Slater in the morning, that's me, must solve the murder. Hit Me 90s One More Time also stars Two Princes, Mr. Jones, and all your favorite Die Laughing Productions comedians, and most importantly, you, the audience. Come celebrate the 90s with us for all we really want to do is have some fun, jump around, and help you get through this semi-charm kind of life. Don't miss Hit Me 90s One More Time. Eat, drink, laugh, solve a murder. Next performance, August 5th at Magooby's Joke House, Timonium. For upcoming show dates and more info, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. The Rob and Joe Show. Why you're, why were you in so insistent that we have two breaks, Robbie? So you could fit the commercial in the second break because I did the montage the first break. Okay, I see what you're saying. So I don't have to do another ad. So, What's the commercial for? Is it for... It should be for McGooby's. I, th- yeah. I think I, I think I might have the wrong one in there, but I'll make sure it's for Magoobies for this Thursday. You better listen and buy. Yeah, <laughs> if you hear this, buy, buy, buy. Yeah, how quickly are you going to get the show out? You better get it. And I'm, you're going to be on 98 Rock on Thursday. I'll be on Thursday and Friday morning. Yeah, want to talk about last week? Yeah, I don't know how interesting this is, but I got confused when Robbie Rob said he was going to be on, mm-hmm. and. I didn't show up for my shift. The morning show we're talking about. Yeah, and I go, oh, I thought Rob was doing it. And Rob was on the tech, so clearly I, d- I thought you were doing it. And then I ran over here to Gramps and I then... I was sleeping. And then the computer didn't th- it didn't work again. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, I was a little late for my shift. I've never been late. That happens. I've probably yeah. done... I don't know. I mean, I, 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 without exaggerating, I think I've been... I've done... 500 appearances mm, you might have yeah. i bet it's more than that because yeah. i had uh i had a night show and then i did five days you know you bet it is more than that yeah it is more than that. i've never been late not one single time have i ever been late all right let's talk about robbie's issue okay the, the email he sent with us do you want me to just read this yeah robbie? read the whole thing read the whole thing this is uh robbie writing to the company that collects his trash yes. is that right robbie yeah. is there any other setup required nope that's it. 
Good morning. I have been with your company for over a year now, and while the service is an A+, I've never complained. I live alone and don't generate a lot of trash. It's very rare that I put my cans to the curb twice a week. I never put yard waste to the curb, large or unusual items, and not once have I ever had a Christmas tree there to pick up. All I ask is that my barrel be emptied. People in the neighborhood will sometimes throw loose ice cream wrappers of fast food bags in the can without asking me. Most of the time, your collectors just pull out the large bags and those items remain in my can. It's frustrating, but again, I've never complained. Last week, I received a letter that your prices will go up this fall. I was not thrilled to get this notice, but I was going to let it go. Well, your collectors didn't get the memo that maybe they might want to treat the customers really well and give them above and beyond service for a few weeks with the news of a price increase fresh in their minds. It's best not to not even have to th us think about trash service at all in my view. Well, the very next morning after I got the notice in the mail, I got around 4.45, 4.45, and I hadn't taken the trash to the curb. I knew they would arrive around 5 a.m., so I grabbed the full kitchen bag and put my shoes on to put in the burrow outside. As soon as I stepped out of my door, they were passing my house and had already grabbed my neighbor's garbage. No problem, I thought. I'm on a dead-end street, so they have to come by my house again. So I stood in the street and held the bag up. They slowed for a second. I know the driver saw me, and the guys in the back did too. They couldn't miss me. I was standing in the street holding up a big white bag. They drove right by me. It was not just poor customer service. It was a humiliation. <laughs> I can barely justify what you're charging given my small footprint compared to your other clients, but I don't expect to be treated like garbage myself, Rob Robinson. All right. So is Ooh. there anything you want to add to that before before we comment? <laughs> no, go ahead. So were you really humiliated or were you I just did. I, I swear to you, I swear to you, I felt humiliated. If I was standing out there in my pajamas and my slippers with my garbage over my head, and they drove by me. I, I was only standing out there so they would, hey, oh, yeah, we'll grab your garbage. They know I'm one of their customers. I bet that they have a name for that. They probably do. And that they realize that happens a lot, and it just slows them down, and they're thinking, you had your chance, man. Yeah, you had your chance yeah. to bring it, put it out the night before. I bet you they almost enjoy it. I Maybe. can't believe that Robbie didn't get his garbage out in time. That's, I swear, <laughs> that's the thing. My takeaway is Robbie's life is so mm -hmm. structured. It's so structured. It's so structured. He couldn't do a read-through of the <laughs> of the 90s script today because he eats at that time. He couldn't eat and do it at the same time. I mean, that's how structured his life is. So I cannot believe you didn't get your trash out on time. Um, However, let it, me it was a humiliation. Seems like a good show title. Let me tell you a story about, and by the way, Ben Tormer's right. You had a great final line. I was treated like garbage myself, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. But here's the thing. I think about Gramps. Mac's not going to be happy about oh, this. Oh, no. But, you know, <laughs> Gramps, the, the, Gramps doesn't do anything all day. No. He does nothing. And it would make me crazy when he wouldn't take the trash out because he thought there wasn't enough in there. <laughs> it would make me nuts. Now, here's Robbie saying he has one white bag of trash. Mm. And he's humiliated because he went to get rid of it. Do you not? Now, that trash is still there, right, Robbie? It's there right now. Uh, No. Uh, yes, it is. Actually, you're right. Yes, it is. I'm, it should be taken in the morning. Have they responded? Oh, let me see. 
Because see, I would be worried that they would be pissed at me. The garbage yeah, man. Well, I think about that too. Like, do I want to make these people upset with me? It's almost like, you know, no sending, reply, sending food back or whatever. But you know why? You know why there's no reply? Because fuck you. That's why you yeah. can, there's no you have no plan B. Am I right, Robbie? Oh, yeah. There's oh, plenty oh, oh, of other, I'm sure there, he has a plan. No, B, there's C, plenty D. of other people who who do the who do garbage service in this neighborhood. We, we have no HOA. We can go, pick whoever we want. Um, uh, Max says in chat. Hey, Joe. Why don't you take out the garbage as a gesture of goodwill for free rent? Well, you don't want to know what I do, okay? Believe me, I'm doing plenty. I'm not going to elaborate, but uh, I'm I'm getting my money's worth. So, Robbie, let's assume that you never get a reply or you get a form reply, sorry, well, yada, yada, yada. Are you going to stay with them or shop around? I'm already shopping around. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah, of course I did in anticipation of writing this letter. I want to know what my options are. So uh, Mac takes a shot at me mm, um, about why wouldn't I take the garbage out? Um, by the way, I'm trying to find things for my dad to do. That's yeah. one of the four <laughs> things he does. He wants me to take it away take from him. It. You, want him you want him to drink Crown Royal too? That's fine. Him? But then uh, Jeremy says, uh, it, this really makes the name of garbage men sound bad. And then Miggity Mac is a homo, says uh, <laughs> Mac is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Yet Mac, it, all his anger is directed at you. Yeah, I like this guy, Miggity yeah. Mac. I, I don't <laughs> believe that Mac is a homo. I don't believe that. He's got a wife and two beautiful children. He's I don't, definitely not. If he was, that's a, good for him. But yeah. uh, this guy apparently thinks that. Yeah. How long have we been doing this and, and Mac's finally getting trolled in chat? It's well, you know, he time. was getting. Wasn't there somebody who was trolling him the other day? Or, or, um, oh, yes, there was. Yeah. Am I, I, I hope it's not the same guy. It could be. I hope there's a legion of people that are <laughs> out there <laughs> that just defend me. I like it. Well, uh, Robbie, this is this is you're not going to what do you think they're going to say? They're still going to raise their prices. Nothing. Yes. There's nothing they can do. I think they likely will. I just thought it was just it's just bad form. I mean, when you're going to raise people's prices, you should give them extra. You should be. Can I ask extra good Robbie, service? Right? And if you don't want to answer, you can. Can you is it is it weekly? Is it monthly? What do you pay? What how often do you pay your trash bill? I think it's quarterly. So quarterly you pay. Can you tell me what uh, the no current, idea? Can you tell? I don't. I don't have no idea what it costs to gather mm. trash. Can you tell me what you pay? Fifty four dollars a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that seems like nothing. <laughs> so fifty four dollars a quarter. There's ninety days in a quarter. It, it started out twenty eight dollars. What if you dressed like Eric and held the bag up in your underwear? Everybody would laugh. There you then, go. Then it would have been, it would have been more humiliating. <laughs> so you're you're looking at other options. There's a another truck that comes and gathers your trash. There is any number of companies. There's at least three companies. Okay, but other Robbie, what what's it going to be? Fifty one dollars a quarter. No, no, he doesn't care about the money. He cares about being okay. humiliated. No, I mean, it's just remember when he had to hold the bag in his pajamas? Yeah, it's just shit. God, I'd love man. to see Robbie's pajamas. Yeah, what do you wear? What what did you go outside in? Um, it was my what I usually wear around the house. It's, I got scrub pants and a T-shirt. You wearing your I finger the killer murder mystery? No, no. NRA hat? <laughs> no, no hat. <laughs> so Boom PA says he pays $28 per month. But it's not a money thing for you. It's a humiliation thing. But when you... Here's the thing. It's it's it's, it's the principle. I gotcha. Yeah. But it's bad, bad, bad form, bad customer service. I hear what you're that. saying. I hear what you're saying. So now you've looked around. Why haven't you just pulled the trigger? What's the problem? What's the issue? Oh, 
I, I'm just waiting for the reply. I, I, and I'll get show, and the prices don't go up until October. So. Have you thought of like just putting bricks in your trash bag and make this a real heavy load for them? Mm, that's interesting. No, I don't want. I don't real. I don't never do complain. That. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I've never complained before. Because you're right. I don't want to piss those guys off. No. But that was just so shit in my book. So um, when I was uh, sorry for your loss, Rob. When I was in my late teens. Mm-hmm. My friend uh, Dean and I, we would drive through his neighborhood, and there was he had a neighbor that was far enough away. Every time we put his trash out, we'd slam the car into it and smash his, <laughs> his, we'd smash his, his uh, trash. It's a good bit. In a, there were no ring doorbells back then. Right. A, so we did it twice, mm-hmm. right? And then, the, I hope I have the story right. I want to make sure. I, I could be not 100%, but... I believe the neighbor then was also friends with his dad. God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he goes, hey, um, I'm going to put bricks in my trash can mm. to get those kids yep. to keep doing it. Shows Meanwhile, them. then he caught wind of it. We never we never oh. smashed that guy's trash can again. And he just had to go out there and pull the bricks out of the <laughs> trash can. I will, I'll tell you, man, that's something that's such, such a shitty thing to do. But I got so much pleasure out of it. It was a lot of fun yeah. smashing that guy's garbage all 100%, over. I'm sure all it was. Over. I remember one time we were down in uh, in Fells Point, and we were probably 21. We had to because we were there, right? Mm-hmm. We were kids. And there was this tiny little car, and four of us got behind it, and we moved the car out into the road. <laughs> What's the matter with us? <laughs> God, we were such dicks. Well, like we said, come out to McGooby's if you hear this in time. Thursday night, hit me 90s one more time. McGooby's show counts 7.30 p.m. Robbie will be there. He's back on doing sound, not your son. Let me do a plug, too, uh, for the Patreon. I, uh, we have some big things that we're going to reveal on the Patreon, and yeah. we're recording it next Monday, right, Robbie? Correct, next Monday. Okay. So we're going to record it next Monday, and then Robbie should have... Actually, Robbie's been pretty good about getting it out. How, when do you think you're going to get... I don't want to put any pressure on you, Robbie. <laughs> I know how you don't are. Don't treat him like garbage. Don't write me a letter <laughs> so, if it doesn't, if I put back you into a corner. I'd like to have it out by the following Sunday. So the following Sunday is... I got you. So you're talking about in six days? Correct. Okay. Okay. So... And we have, I have two, two things. August 16th. One is going to be the story, the real story about my trip to Mahoney, Pennsylvania. The real story. The real story. And uh, to watch, we went to see Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. And I'm going to tell the real story. I don't know what that is. On our, Joe Bob Briggs is the guy who used to do something called Monster Vision, which was on, what was on Robbie? TNT, TBS, something like that. What was Monster Vision on? I don't remember. All right. Well, you could Google it while I'm talking. Um, okay. but, but I got, I, Drew said something great in chat, which we have to draw attention. Go ahead. Um, he, I don't know if you guys remember this, but you guys used to make fun of me because I took my trash to work with me at the old house. I'm trying Do you remember, remember that? that? Well, I, I'm, I, I defend us. We should have made fun Tell of Tell me you. why you did it. I'm trying to remember. Because I didn't, because the, because the trash situation in my old neighborhood was, was horrible. So I didn't want, and, and I was getting accused of putting things out there. <laughs> And so I would, I would, I drove, I lived, I lived 11 minutes from my job. So I would take my trash and put it in the dumpster at work. And you were making fun of me for carrying garbage around in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Because and Drew, and Drew said, you can't take it to work anymore. Yeah. Well done, Drew. He's got good Good memory. But the other thing we're going to talk about is it's the equivalent of when I was applying for a, uh, the sports job. 
I'm afraid of jinxing it. I'm worried about it now. We're going to tell the story. Yeah. Listen, we're going to let our audience mm-hmm. in on knowing there's an opportunity for Rob and I. We're going to tell the audience about it. Yeah, it's not the Purple Power Hour. It's not. By the way, we don't know about that yet. But I I think because we don't know. TNT, Joe. There you go. What did I say? TBS or TNT. Yeah. I am. Because we don't know anything yet, it's probably good for us. And it's. I'm guessing teams... Maybe they don't want their players doing appearances for COVID reasons. Yeah, and we'll gladly do appearances, and we won't care about COVID. No, we'll do it because of COVID. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Hey, hey, uh, Mac, we made it to uh, 831. Yeah, so. suck on that. <laughs> All right, later. All right, later. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs> 